the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the word to stand on for life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. The word to stand on for life is a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel in San Antonio. A live call-in show here to help you answer your questions about the Bible and how to apply the word to your daily life. For more information on Calvary Chapel, visit our website, calvarysa.com. Get your Bible questions ready and call in now to 210-340-9585. It's The Word to Stand On for Life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. Welcome to the program. I'm Pastor Ron Arbaugh from Calvary Chapel in San Antonio, Texas. And you've tuned into the Date Day edition. That's a very special edition because of my date who is in the studio with me. Welcome to the program. If you have any questions or uh, need to be encouraged about anything, Paula is here, ladies, especially for you. 210-340-9585. That's 340-9585. If you're outside the local area, you can call toll-free at 877-630-KSLR. That's 6 You can email questions to us by emailing questions at calvarysa.com or you can use our free Calvary Chapel mobile app if you're driving in your car. And for some reason, Paula, there was tons of traffic out on the street. And there still is. My goodness. Well, if you're caught in that traffic, the easiest way and the safest way to call is to use the free KSLR mobile app. Just push call now and you'll be connected directly to our studio producer. One more time, 340-9585. Now, before I turn this over to Paula, uh, it came to our attention via... Tons of text messages and emails that we had some really difficult technical problems in yesterday's program, and in some cases I couldn't be understood or heard. So whatever was going on, we hope and pray we got it fixed. Let us know if it isn't, but we think everything's okay, and we're sorry we don't like to put out that kind of a product. But there are some things especially if they're technical, that I can't do anything about. If you were here, Paul, I'd have said, fix it! Yes, but I was at home running around the house with the, with the radio, the plug-in radio, thinking, I don't have another radio! So I went, because Sam had told me, unplug it and go to another room. So I did that three times, and still, it was horrible. So I, I went on the, the KSLR app on my phone. No problem. <laughs> well, good. Hey, Paula, this is because next Thursday is Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. This is really your Thanksgiving show. This is really the Thanksgiving show, and um, I have no idea in what order I should do my notes. I'm looking at my notes um, because I don't – well, I'll just start out because this time of year, I was telling you earlier this morning when I used to uh, drive our dog – our big dog to uh, some open fields to to walk him. Um, it was around this time of the year that I... Wait. Go ahead. One thing first. Yes. In case they're listening, we need to tell Victor and Gail, happy anniversary. Aww. Happy anniversary, uh, Victor and Gail. It's actually today. Today? 20, 21 years. 21 years. Congratulations. Congratulations, you guys. And okay, I'm sorry for interrupting. Sorry, and Gail, I'll see you tomorrow. Um, <laughs> so, uh, anyway, this police officer comes flying up because he saw my car parked in this in this field, and um, I, I was nowhere around, so he came running to try to find me, and I was like, what is going on? What's up? And he said, oh, ma'am, I'm so glad I found you. 
because um, this time of year we've been having too many people park their cars out here and, and this is out in the desert this is out in the desert out here um, and we we found that um, they've committed suicide I was like oh no I'm just running my dog <laughs> but anyway he he just was really upset he was so thankful that he found me upright um, <laughs> but he was saying that this is the time of year that people really struggle with depression and uh, you know um, for a lot of years this time of year kind of catches me off guard it's around think around Halloween I think and because even the enemy he knows our past and I really didn't have good Christmases as a kid I don't think ever it was always arguing and fussing and fighting between my parents um, you know where even one time uh, took the Christmas tree outside in the driveway and just burned it up, you know. <laughs> just horrible. They were always just at each other. And that reminds me, like that. We, need, we need to do a show one day on arguing spouses and moms and dads, the, the damage they do, because we both came from those kinds of homes oh. where there was all kinds of arguing. So kind of file that away. I know it's your show, so follow me in your vault. <laughs> yeah, since I'm so much younger, my brain, huh? Mm -hmm. right. right. So anyway, I was thinking about, uh, in my notes, uh, the Apostle Paul being in prison and one time saying, man, it's cold. Bring me my cloak and my parchments. You know, he didn't really care to be alone. And, and the, the coolest thing about the parchments is getting back into the Word of God. Um, will it should help you to um, come out of that because you will begin to look at the the promises that God has made us and so I'm thinking the lost the hurting the hungry the broken the needy and the confused need to um, be encouraged and so you know we pray well the kids don't pray this because they don't they don't really no, they just want there to be no bugs on the radio program like yesterday. And they want uh, us to answer the questions um, that come in. But probably down deep inside, you know, they're thinking, they may be unbeknownst to them, thinking, Lord, these people who are listeners need to be encouraged. And so uh, we're, that's the prayer today, that many will be encouraged today. So it's Thanksgiving coming up. And... Um, you know, there's that song uh, that I'm forgiven because you were forsaken. I'm accepted. You were condemned. I'm alive and well. Your spirit lives within me. Um, and so because most of the people who call in or listen on this show are Christians, we can give thanks because we're forgiven. If we think about all of our sins, you know, that'll depress you. But if we remember that we are forgiven of all of those things, that we are accepted in the beloved, and he knows everything, um, and we keep, we've been hearing that in the teachings of late, that Jesus knows everything about us. There's nothing hidden. Um, he knows what we're thinking, what our motives are, everything, and he loves us still. And so we can, we can think about that. That's, that's true, whatever is lovely. Um, I, I was thinking, Paul, about that song that Josh sang last night, uh, Never Once Have I Been Alone. Mm -hmm. I don't know sure what the name of the song is, but but the idea is that even in those times when we felt like we were alone, um, he was always there. Yeah. Uh, he, he's the one that that uh, goes before us. He walks with us. He protects our rear guard. Guard number says that his everlasting uh, hands are beneath us lest we fall. Mm -hmm. um, you know, in times like this, especially those who are prone to um, the holiday blues, so to speak, um, they need to remember that and focus that, you know, they're not alone. They're not alone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is a tough time um, for people who have uh, lost loved ones um, whether it's through um, just, I mean, you get old and your time is up, um, or they've gone off to war and they didn't come back, or they're just away. Um, we have the, the kids that are breaking people's hearts because, you know, they're out there and we don't know where they are, what they're doing. Um, 
and so all those thoughts that come through, um, those who are single and, and still want to be married, um, and, and there's no prospects still, and, you know, I tell them, okay, you guys, I understand all that, um, but either reach out, you know, you got to get up, take a shower, get dressed, you can't just stay sitting down in your dumps. You got to get up. I, and sometimes I'm like, well, you don't understand. You're married to Pastor Ron. Yeah, but I still do understand um, having to get up and get dressed. So reach out and or accept the invitations. I was talking to a lady the other day, and, and somebody was inviting her out, and you could see that she was thinking about not going, even though she wants to be, you know, um, involved. And so I was like, you need to say yes. Go on, say yes, say yes. And she did, and she went. So you got to accept the invitations. Like in Hebrews 10:25, don't forsake the assembling together of the saints in this particular case, as some are in the habit of doing. And accept the invitations. Be you with know, other believers. Paul, do you think sometimes that that people who are prone to uh, the holiday blues, mm -hmm. do you think that sometimes um, they're 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 so preconditioned to be discouraged or depressed during this time that they sort of set themselves up to yeah. fall into that that pattern of behavior mm -hmm. instead of saying, "Okay, Jesus, I'm going to serve you." this mm -hmm. holiday season. Mm -hmm. um, um, uh, I'm going to find people that I can fellowship with or I'm going to invite people to my house that we can fellowship with. Instead of combating uh, that which has become an annual habit, um, I think sometimes they just sort of expect it to such a degree that they give in to it and they're kind of doomed from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I'm saying. you got to get up because you know that's going to happen. It, it's coming and you can set yourself up to stay in the same lowliness and I mean, or you can oh here this is and like the, the you know in the word it says put on the full armor of God and you, we know the devil's scheme we know that this is going to more than likely happen so to combat that get up and do something about it instead of just letting it go on and on and on some people are just prone to be a little melancholy or or sad you know your mom died on December 17th, 1989, and that still affects me. And I wish I could do something about that. I, don't, I can't forget her, um, and I don't really want to. But I can still have the, you know, the table of set, and I can hear, I can see her smile, and she had kind of a big nose. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm aware of that. I got it. <laughs> um, but I remember that Christmases with your family, um, when your mom was here and your grandma was better than mine. And so I miss her. Yeah. Um, I think especially as we're, we're contemplating Thanksgiving next week, um, I think we, we can change sort of the direction of our thinking uh, instead of just missing the people that are gone or instead of focusing on what is causing us pain. Uh, we can be thankful for the time that we had. We can be thankful for the things that they contributed to our lives, mm -hmm. uh, the joy. We can be thankful even for the memories. Now, I understand there's the, the, the taste of the bittersweet, but at the same time, um, my mom died younger than most and um, she suffered a lot toward the end of her life um, but rather than focus on all those times in the hospital um, I remember my mom from the earliest times of my life mm -hmm. And I remember the things that she laughed at, and I remember the things that she contributed to our lives. You know, my mom never got to see me as a Christian. And um, I regret that deeply. And yet, my mom and her mom, my grandmother, were in large part, those are the two, two ladies. Um, you know, at one point we're thinking about a book, Ladies in Jesus' Life. Um, well, there were three, my grandma, my mother, and you. 
and all of you used powerfully to, to grab my heart and straighten me out and help me set my feet on the rock of Christ. Um, you know, we can be thankful for those things. I think there's another thing that we can do. We can learn to rejoice with those who rejoice, even though we may not feel like we have anything to rejoice about. Um, there's so much that we can be grateful for uh, this Thanksgiving holiday. What we need to do is focus on that and then be grateful that God will give you sort of marching instructions and you can find somebody that needs to be ministered to. Mm -hmm. And um, I, hope, I hope that it at least encourages a few people. I'm sure it does. Today. Yeah, I'm sure it does. Three four zero ninety five eighty five. Ladies, if you have any calls or questions for Paula, we'll take other calls and questions as well. Or toll free eight seven seven six three zero KSLR. And so, and the rest of my, um, though I have those tears and stuff, the rest of my list says. But I remember with your mom, we would sit up and be just like slap crazy stupid. Because we would stay up for hours on end, we'd say we're going to do this 1,500, 2,000-piece puzzle. We're not going to bed till we finish it. <laughs> we'd start, and she would make me first. First thing she would make me um, my favorite meal, which was salmon patties, carrot salad. Oh yeah, and so we would eat first, clean up, because both of us were kind of neat freaks, um, <laughs> except that she smoked. Yeah. How weird is that? Um, and then. It was on, the puzzle putting together, and we would we'd start probably about 7:30 in the evening, maybe sometimes we wouldn't finish it until maybe 2, 2:30, in the morning, and we just would just have the best time. So yes, you're right, having those Thanksgiving memories um, for the the great people in our lives who just made a difference. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. They're, they're gifts from God, mm -hmm. and if nothing else, we can be thankful to God for bringing them into our lives. Amen. For allowing us that privilege. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, remember that He, God our Father, sets the lonely in families. So if you're out there and you're lonely, um, if you're a Christian, you have a family. And that's why I think Pastor Ron, and that's one of the reasons why Pastor Ron says, be a part of a healthy body. Don't just be a Lone Ranger Christian because as a Lone Ranger Christian, you're telling the rest of the body that you don't want them. You don't want to be a part of them. Um, and so be involved, get involved, and the Lord will. You know, we have the, the elderly ladies here who are, are singles, and they still love Jesus, you know. I say, hey, you guys, adopt a family. Adopt some, ad adopt some of the people. In, in the in the church, you used to teach your kids and, and you know your grandkids how to make cookies and all that stuff. You can still do that. Maybe these aren't your biological kids, but does that really matter? And so, adopt some people from the from the body. Um, for the for the men who are single, uh, older men, same thing. They can take guys under their wings and teach them how to fix the car. Teach them how to do woodworking. Teach them how to be just men, not just just men who love Jesus. Um, and so he says the lonely in families. And I was thinking today in Isaiah 54, um, I know this is for the Jews and, you know, Israel, but I take it very personally. Sing, O barren woman, you who never bore a child. Burst in a song, shout for joy, you who were never in labor, because what? More are the children. And so I'm a mom. I get to be a mom to all of these people here, even to people who don't come to our church. I'm a mom. Let me interrupt, and, 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 and you can finish your story. I'll start it. But uh, that chapter, Isaiah 54, is, has been over the years sort of your life chapter. Mm -hmm. um, most people get a life verse, uh, but you're <laughs> precious. You get a whole chapter. <laughs> but um, that, that chapter was given to you. Um, when we were about to leave California to come to San Antonio. Mm -hmm. And um, it meant we were leaving our, our children behind, um, um, fins and other things, but, but to, to leave our kids 
um, not knowing really what was going to happen in San Antonio mm -hmm. was a big deal and you you were just kind of overwhelmed about I'm leaving my children I'm leaving my kids now they were young adults but mm -hmm. but still you're you're leaving your kids and um, the Lord spoke that chapter to your heart and has been reinforcing that uh, over all these years. Mm -hmm. um, just let you know that, that you can sing, you who thought you were a barren woman. Mm -hmm. uh, now it's not a promise that, that you, more will be the children of the desolate woman, but you got uh, like a thousand kids around here. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, those are the promises, those are the... The, the, the kinds of memories that keep our eyes focused on, on our Jesus in heaven instead of only being concerned about the things here that are causing us pain. Yeah, in, in you know, Isaiah 54, if you don't know, Pastor Rob, <laughs> it says, all your sons will be taught by the Lord and great will be your children's peace. Well, you know, for Thanksgiving and most of the time Christmas too, because we don't leave from here and our kids live in California and it's kind of expensive and their kids are involved in all other kind of things. So, you know, we see them in the summer when we go there, but this time of year we don't really get to see them much. So, um, but all my sons will be taught by the Lord and great will be my children's peace. Well. I have three biological, I mean two biological in California that I won't see probably this holiday season, but that's okay because I have three church sons coming to my house with their whole families and stuff. Again, I'm mom and grandma, so I got, I have my son Juan and Louie and Dave all coming to the house with their families, and they really are my sons. They don't look anything alike. <laughs> <laughs> but David's probably the only one who looks like me. <laughs> <laughs> you can explain. <laughs> yeah, he's tall. He, he's tall, thin, good-looking, <laughs> African-American. Yeah, but, yeah. but, but the whole idea is, is um, you, you can choose to be around people that you love and people who will love you, um, or you can stay alone. One of the things we do here at Calvary Chapel, Paula, is uh, we try to sort of arrange. Um, holiday celebrations with people who who are here and are alone we've got a military community here of course mm -hmm. um, but but we've got families that have just moved in and they're alone for the first time mm -hmm. um, but what we do is we, we set out two lists on the table in the foyer and one of those lists is if you're going to be alone for Thanksgiving um, you don't need to be yeah. Sign up. How many people are in your family? And, mm -hmm. Or if you're just by yourself. Mm -hmm. And then we've got another list of people that would love to open their homes. Mm -hmm. One of the things that people are critical of churches, you know, I come in and nobody ever says hi to me. or no. Now, that doesn't happen here. Not here. But, but, but uh, you know, uh, uh, here's an opportunity for everybody to come in and say, you know what? Um, I don't want to be alone. Mm -hmm. and, and that's how you make friends and how you develop long-lasting relationships mm -hmm. and um, uh, it, it's just a neat thing and we've got tons and tons of people and uh, our people can cook and they can eat oh yeah and uh, it's just a really good opportunity for people to get together uh, and not be alone mm -hmm. where they have to sort of focus on all the things that they're missing out on mm -hmm. you know <laughs> I got a picture in my mind of somebody's really hurting sitting down eating a meatloaf TV dinner or a, or a turkey TV dinner would you be even worse mm -hmm. uh, instead of being around where there's life and laughing and stories and fun mm -hmm. and and really praising the Lord so yeah. we, we really we really encourage people here at Calvary Chapel to do it um, um, obviously most of you who live this radio program don't come to Calvary Chapel but um, uh, go to your pastor if you don't have a ministry like that go to your pastor and say hey I'm, I'm, I'd start one I think that's a really great idea mm -hmm. might be a little too late for this Thanksgiving but one of the things that we do is we we have people that that we know who come to our house but we have a small house very modest house so but but we always try to invite somebody that's brand new mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a family that... It's dangerous because they learn how nuts we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but so far I think most of the people still come back to church after they've been to our house. <laughs> I think. I'm, trying, I'm going through my mind right now. <laughs> Do we really uh, infect anybody? Yeah. Not just affect them. Um, but yeah, uh, he does set the lonely in family, so you don't have to be lonely. You don't have to go through anything um, by yourself unless you just insist on it, you know. Yeah. It's... Um, 
it's a sad thing when people do that. Here, so, at, our, here at our church, we get a whole circuit. Now, you and I don't do it because we're too old, but we get a whole circuit. They'll come and eat at, at our house at 2 o'clock, and then they go to somebody else's house at 6 o'clock, and they go to somebody else's house at 8 o'clock, mm -hmm. and it's just like making the rounds yeah. for different kinds of food. Yeah, no. One, one real big meal for me, and then maybe a, a turkey sandwich later, but that's it. But I can't move that. That's <laughs> too old now. Um, and so as we're talking about all of this, Pastor Ron, you know my new word is reboot, right? It's reboot, yeah. And so, to reboot, if you've been in depression, and this this show is really kind of speaking to you, you can reboot by setting your mind on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of the Father. And you can say, okay, so I've been kind of going down this morass of depression, which really is kind of, you know, the, the focus is all on, on yourself, which is kind of, where I was heading, and but I know I know better, and praise the Lord that I do, and so I can set my mind on things above Jesus. And when you start thinking about, you know, all that He's done for you, um, it's a lot easier. Now, for those of you who you're not feeling so well, we'll talk to you in a few minutes. <laughs> We've got 30 minutes left in the date day show. We'd love any questions, comments. Or phone calls, 340-9585 or toll-free, 877-630-KSLR. We will be back on the other side of the break. We'll see you in two minutes. to the word to stand on for life we're taking your calls at 340-9585 or toll free 877-630-KSLR now here's pastor ron arbaugh welcome back to the program we have 30 minutes left to take your calls and questions at 340-9585 paula yeah i just wanted to uh kind of reach out to those who are sick um and you know, you just get tired of being sick and tired, and yet um, Jesus is with you as well. Um, just want to encourage you to there to look up. You know, as as Paul again was in prison, and sometimes being in a sick body is like being in prison almost. You're just kind of like s stuck, um, and yet um, Paul didn't realize that while he was in prison, uh, depressed at times, um, he was writing the a lot of the Bible, and so, you know, you, you guys might be stuck. Um, and I was thinking of this earlier when we had uh, Joy of Jesus, Kuka, who is 91, she had just come back from being with me in, in Reynosa, Mexico, walking the streets and stuff, but to go to Joy of Jesus that soon afterwards, she just couldn't do it. But she came to church the next morning, you know, kind of excited still. I, I, I didn't get to go, but I prayed the, all the hours that you were there, <laughs> and what a great joy of Jesus we had. And so um, for those of you who are, are infirmed, um, just p please pray. Yeah. Pray. You know, I, 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 this song so impacted me last night, I used it uh, in, in the message um, repeatedly, and, and I don't know what songs they're going to choose. So, mm -hmm. but this song, let me just get just two stanzas on this because this kind of takes um, into account the whole um, army, the whole body of Christ. Um, it starts out with standing on this mountaintop, looking just how far we've come, knowing that for every step you were with us, we we all have mountaintop experiences. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's pretty easy to be up on those mountaintops. Mm -hmm. It's pretty easy to 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 praise the Lord on those mountaintops. But the next verse says, kneeling on this battleground, seeing just how much you've done, knowing every victory, your power was in us. So even in the bad, difficult times, um, the times when there's pain, he's always there. Scars and struggles on the way, but with, our, with joy our hearts can say, um, yes, our hearts can say, never once did we ever walk alone. Never once did you leave us on our own. Here's why. You are faithful, God. You are faithful. Those are the things that we have to remember. 
in times like this. Mm -hmm. And it uh, worked out pretty well for my Bible study last night. It sure <laughs> did. And I know the the worship team, you know, when as Pastor Elaine prays for which songs to, to choose, um, there have been a lot of times when you've been standing there next to me praying while the worship is going on saying, these are perfect songs. Oh, the Lord just gave me the direction for this message. Or, you know, or... Or wow, you know. Occasionally changes the direction of the message altogether from yeah. what my perception was. Yeah, pretty awesome. Okay, another thing. One more thing. Can I uh, uh, talk about the Christmas potluck real quick? It's your it's, show. It's <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot. No. Um, uh, another thing we do here is we have a Christmas potluck, and this year it's going to be really early. It's on Sunday, December 9th. And so we have the Thanksgiving. If you need to be, if you want to be... Uh, a family that's uh, hosted or hosting, we have those two lists there. And then right next to that, we have the Christmas potluck um, books of who's coming and what will you be bringing. Um, for the radio listening audience, um, we just invite you to come. We'll give you more details, but if you want to start planning, um, December 9th, uh, we have, of course, th three services, 830 10, 15, 11, 59. So if you want to choose to know a few of the people before we go over to, is it Shirts uh, community, community Center for the dinner, um, you can come and meet a few of us before we before we go. And after third service, not too long, we go over to... I think it starts at 4 o'clock. I think so. Yeah. Think and so. and um, uh, this is a big deal. Last year we, we served, I think, over 1,200 uh, people and, and over 1,200 meals. So, um, you know, that's mostly our church, but last year we had probably 10 or 15 uh, people from the radio mm -hmm. audience who showed up as well. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just a wonderful opportunity mm -hmm. to be in fellowship with other believers. Uh, early this year, I guess we, we didn't reserve the place early enough mm -hmm. to get our normal date. Um, but it's only a week earlier than, than normal. Yeah. But um, it's just a, a really great opportunity to see Christians having fun and yeah. sharing what they've got. And uh, it's at the Shirts Community Center. It's the Shirts Civic Center. Oh, the Shirts Civic Center. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Thank mm -hmm. you for that. Yeah. And and uh, we'll, we'll give more details uh, as we get a little bit closer to it. You know, I want to get one holiday at a time. <laughs> and then once on the other side, thanks. And then we can start talking about all the other stuff that's going on. <laughs> Okay, Paul, Our life next? is flying by. Yeah, it? it is. Okay, so, Pastor Ron, Sunday's message was so good that, you know, I, I'm sitting there, and I love being at church, so I've already heard it, you know, you teach it three times, and then I listened to it while I was on the Stairmaster at the, at the gym on Monday, and then again on Tuesday. So this one has really impacted, um, where in Luke uh, chapter 7, verses 36 through 50, you said sinners belong at the feet of Jesus. And that, um, you know, we are no longer to believe the lies of um, you're not thin enough, pretty enough, smart enough, or whatever else enough. Um, but for us... Um, there's freedom, but only at the feet of Jesus. Yeah, the passage is the, the, the woman who lived a sinful life. Um, it's universally accepted that she was a prostitute. In that culture, um, single women had no one to care for them. It was There was no New Testament churches um, that would take care of single, um, uh, single ladies or, or single moms. Uh, the way we do now mm -hmm. in the church. And so many times women, just to protect themselves and to provide for themselves, and in some cases their children, they had to sell their bodies for sex. And that was how they survived. And of course the religious leaders would look down their nose at them. Well, when Jesus was sitting at the, the home of Simon the Pharisee, um, this woman came in and came up behind him when they were reclining at the table. And um, she began to cry. Uh, she let down her hair, which was a very intimate act in that culture. You, you only did that in moments of intimacy and certainly only in privacy. Mm -hmm. um, she let down her hair and began to wash Jesus' feet um, with her hair. And then she poured out literally the, 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 the result of her work, um, the perfume, uh, and a very expensive, probably worth a year mm -hmm. uh, worth of, of wages for her. 
gospel and she poured it out on his feet and, and in so doing she's sitting at the feet of Jesus not only crying but rejoicing mm -hmm. um, and she was she, she couldn't be a prostitute if you didn't have the perfume so she was leaving her life of sin behind her mm -hmm. That means that she understood something about Jesus that none of the other people there did. And uh, Jesus commended her for it. Um, Mary of Bethany will do the same thing uh, at the end of Jesus' ministry to prepare his body for funeral. But the idea there is that, that for the first time, this woman who had been mistreated by men, who, who had men always want something from her. I think one of the things that I said in the messages, Paul, was that uh, this is the only place in the Gospel of Luke, at least to this point, mm -hmm. where people came to Jesus who didn't want anything from him. Everybody came to him because they wanted to be healed or because they wanted something done. And this or woman, to eat. Yeah, or something to eat. This, mm -hmm. this woman came to him wanting nothing from him and said she poured out everything that was hers to him. And in the process, Jesus said, your faith has healed you. Your, your, your sins are forgiven. Mm -hmm. uh, and for the first time in her life, she could look into the eyes of a man who wasn't treating her like a sex object, a man who didn't want to defile her, take advantage of her. Um, but she would look into those eyes and she would know for the first time that this was the holiest of loves and she was loved and she could trust this man, Jesus. Mm -hmm. And it changed, of course, her whole life. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, I have... Uh that's verse 38 that you're talking about. Um, and I have a, a note. You know, we all should have this note, I think, where it says, Remember how good you smelled when close to Jesus. The closer to Jesus, the intimacy grows and your aroma resonates. And so you said, find the intimacy again. And, of course, my, my new word is reboot. And so... We can reboot and, and say, you know, Lord, I've been so busy, you know. Um, my heart has been hurting for so many that seem to have been going the right way. And then, you know, boom, boom, boom. All of a sudden, there's three or four that just seem to have turned their back on you all at the same time. And it's like, what? My focus got off on to those kind of things. And, you know, that reboot, find the intimacy again. And you've been saying this for I don't know how many years. Jesus can go back and get those who fall away if they will be gotten. But we have to keep going forward with Jesus. And so when you said find the intimacy again, and then um, after that you said you'll find that he's been missing you. Yeah, one of the things that I mentioned in the Bible study is, and, and this is just the way my mind works, I think in pictures, but um, a after emptying the perfume and washing Jesus' feet with it, um, her hair, um, you know, they weren't obsessive, compulsive about washing hair in the ancient world like we are, mm -hmm. um, but, but her hair would have smelled um, like that experience. Mm -hmm. Uh, I said the church, I mean, nothing disrespectful, but her hair would have smelled like Jesus' feet. And I personally think that both with her and Mary Bethany later, mm -hmm. uh, as Jesus was going to die, um, that, that they wouldn't have washed their hair. They would have kept that smell in their hair as long as they could. Mm -hmm. And that's the, 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 the equation for me was um, we need to remember that smell figuratively mm -hmm. in our lives when things were the best they ever were. Mm -hmm. and, and if we're honest, we'll look back at those times and we'll think the best things that ever were for me uh, were all those times when I was so close to Jesus, when I loved him, when I, I got goosebumps just wanting to be around him, when I opened his word and he started speaking to me. Mm -hmm. And, and we, we need to remember those times and run back to them yeah. uh, so that we can figuratively be smelling our hair mm -hmm. um, because we, we want to smell to Jesus. Paul said that we're, we're to those who are perishing the aroma of death, but to those who believe, we're the fragrance of life. Yeah. And um, we need to remember that. Uh, I also talked about, Paula, to, 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 I talked to, very specifically to the ladies in our church that message because too many of us as men I want all the men in this audience to pay attention 
too often as men we're critical, too often as men our love is, is limited or conditional. Uh, too often when our wives are doing what we want them to, uh, we speak well of them to get something from them. Um, but uh, we need to be like Jesus and we need to be kind and we need to, to, to show our wives our value, uh, her value to God. We need to understand that we're representing Jesus in our relationship. And our job as men is to make our wives feel like the most precious, the most beautiful, the most loved women on the face of the earth. That's what Jesus did to this woman that changed her life. And that kind of love from a husband will change the direction of a life of not only a wife, but, but an entire family mm -hmm. in the process. Mm -hmm. So, Paula, we've got Jimmy holding on line one. Let's go to Jimmy calling from San Antonio. Jimmy, thanks for calling. You're on the air. I know you. <laughs> I know. How you doing, ma'am? Um, good. Hi, Jim. Uh, hi. Um, I was going to ask you, uh, what time is your early service? On Sunday? Yeah. 8.30. I'm sorry. I'm going to say, yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, and so, okay, that's cool. Yeah, I, I came there and I, God was telling me the other day for a long time, but I've been, like, struggling with it. Making up excuses. That's too far to drive. And I said, no, no, but I'm glad I am. Uh, and that message is very strong. Thank you, Jimmy. Yeah, no. yeah I'm, I'm so grateful that I was there. And you probably see me more often now. And I'll probably be alone, but that's okay. I'll probably be alone there, but you know what? I'm just going to be obedient to God and listen to what he tells me to do. Well, Jimmy, do, do us a favor and tell tell your wife that, that Paul and I want to meet her one time and just ask her as a personal favor, come one time so that we can meet her and give her a hug and then she can blow us off. But we'd, we'd love to meet her, okay? <laughs> okay. I'm bringing butter and, 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 and I'm bringing butter and bread to the Christmas party. Oh, oh cool. yeah. Mm. <laughs> I signed up for butter and bread. There you go. When I get to heaven, that's all I want after I see Jesus is some bread and butter. <laughs> Paula suffers from the gluten-free disease, so she, she's, she, every time she sees a, a hot roll, she says, Oh, I wish I was you right uh, now. Just uh, some French bread. Thanks, Jimmy. You're welcome. And I got to meet Sean because he was sitting right next to me. And I didn't know that was him until I heard him say, so, Woo! <laughs> Sean is a nut, but he's our nut. We love him. Yeah. All right, well, God bless you. I'll take care. Thank you, Jimmy. Okay, see you later. Yes, sir. You too. You know, years ago when Sean first started coming to the church, he, um, He'd kind of sit in the back, mm -hmm. and we'd hear this, woo, mm -hmm. in the middle of a worship song. <laughs> and, and I had no idea, what is that? Is that a problem with the sound equipment? What mm -hmm. is it? Well, the more excited he got about Jesus, the closer to the front he got. And that's when we realized it was him doing that woo. And honestly, and you know, we do things decently and in order here. Mm -hmm. but, but we've gotten to the point now where there are some songs, if Sean's not here, um, and there's no woo at a particular place in the song, then we think, hey, the song's wrong. <laughs> you know, we got to fix this song. But, but Sean is a good example of, of, of somebody who, can, who will never be able to forget the faithfulness of God. Um, he and his wife, Jessica, went through some really difficult times. Uh, they got divorced. Um, uh, their, their kids, the son and daughter, go to our school. Um, the son... Um, every day prayed, every day prayed. In chapel? In chapel mm -hmm. at, in at school. Mm -hmm. um, um, was broken hearted about his parents' divorce and moms and dads, don't ever think for a moment that you divorcing doesn't affect your kids. That's a lie straight from the pit of hell. Mm -hmm. And uh, through tears he prayed for a year. And um, um, they both had kind of decided to move on in different directions and uh, God intervened. And uh, I had the privilege of remarrying them. And um, it's wonderful to watch them serve the Lord together. And Sean, in particular, can look back and say, you know, Lord, this was a year where everything changed. 
where, where I remembered how you smelled and how, mm -hmm. how good things were on that mountaintop. I want to get back on the mountaintop. And God brought him right back to that place. Those are the kinds of things. I only point that out because those are the kinds of things that we can remember uh, when we are discouraged or depressed uh, during a holiday season than what we were talking about at the first part of the of the program. Yeah, I'm thinking of that wedding that day. <laughs> uh, the, the, Troy, the son, he was just crying so happy. I and, thought his face was going to break from the smile. Oh my but goodness. But the tears never stopped. Yeah, either. yeah. And then Lily, his sister, <laughs> she's just waving, you know, she's, <laughs> she's practicing to be the, the queen of whatever. She's got the queen wave down. She's just waving so excited. Look what's happening with my mom and dad. Thank you all, you know, in the church for praying for us. I'm going to turn out okay now. <laughs> Get her look. She was just too cute. It was just a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day. And they're doing, they're doing really well. And I see her quite often over at the gym. When, when you're with Jesus, you always do well. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you also were talking about, um, you know, as we walk in this world, um, our feet get dirty and that pride um, is the sin of all sins. And, um, you know, Simon was, had judged Jesus for, you know, letting this woman touch him. And um, Jesus said, yeah, but I know you, Simon. Um, and pride is way worse than prostitution. And, and you know, I, I wrote myself, I always write myself notes too. Lord, please wash my feet. You know, sometimes we can think, not that we've arrived, um, but pride can come along and trip up anybody. Um, you know, you said, don't think you're better than anyone else. At the same time, you're just as good as anybody else. Um, but don't start setting standards where you're, you're right underneath Jesus. Um, yeah, the, the problem, Paula, is, and in, in sadly, the truth is that we as Christians, we sort of categorize sins. And we'll look at somebody who um, uh, maybe cheated on a spouse or somebody who um, got addicted to drugs. Um, we'll look at somebody who lives a, a different lifestyle. And we'll look at them like, oh, well, their sins are way worse than my sins. And when we do that, um, the only thing that it... it shows us is that um, we're vastly underrating our own sin and um, you know you can look around any church this coming Sunday and there are sinners there and if they haven't repented then they're far from God and their sins can be as bad as anybody else's and we, we look at people like, well, well they're homeless or uh, they're gay or, um, and we forget that, you know, Jesus is busy talking to me about my own sin. Mm -hmm. And uh, pride is at the root of that. Pride is what made Satan fall, Lucifer to Satan. And uh, pride is what's behind our constant judging of other people. Can I say this, Paul, we're inside five minutes and I'll sure. kind of turn it over to you as well. Um, so, so ladies in this audience, um, let me ask you to, to go to our website, calvarysa.com, and listen to that message. If you are a woman who isn't appreciated uh, by your husband, if you're a woman who um, has been hurt, uh, abused, betrayed, uh, by the men in your life, starting with your father or your brothers or uh, relatives or anybody else, and you, you've, you've wondered in those times, well, where was God? Why did these things happen? Can I ask you to go to that, uh, to our website and, and listen to that Bible study? Mm -hmm. Because Jesus will be the man in your life, and he'll change everything. Mm -hmm. And all of the terrible things that may have happened to you, None of those things have to affect you or influence one more minute of one more day of your life. Mm -hmm. And um, um, I want you to be like this woman who washed Jesus' feet with her wealth and with her tears and uh, leave that encounter with Jesus completely changed forever. Yeah, yeah. I love that you said um, there should only be one man that should dominate your life. Now, I'm married to you, but you know your second um 
because Jesus, he looks you right in the eye, full of love, forgiveness, and then we can no longer be men pleasers, you know? As women, we think if we, like you say, give our bodies, that, that guy's going to love me. If I'm pregnant with his child, then he's got to marry me kind of thing. Well, we know in, that. In, in some cases, it's the only validation that we're lovable is when, when we're giving our body away to mm -hmm. a man. Mm -hmm. uh, and and um, none of that is necessary. None of that is true, actually. And so the, the last part of that is there's real hope and freedom because there's value. And the one who sets the value is Jesus. He paid with his life to, to get you. And so there's our value. Um, and so now new life is, is, is yours or ours in Christ, only in Christ, um, is, is this real hope, freedom, and value found. And that's why a lot of times I'll hold the girls' faces, as you said, and say, babe, you're only living like this because you don't know your value. And so let me tell you about one who looks at you without any judgment. He says, oh, beautiful you are, my darling. There is no flaw in you. He doesn't see the flaws. Other people do, and we do as well. And the only time it really bothers us is, is when we kind of believe the ugly lies. We've bought the lies about ourselves. So anyway, be free. And because I won't be here next Thursday, neither of us, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> be with somebody. Um, you know, be a part of a body. Invite some, somebody. If it's your next-door neighbor, um, invite them over. Don't be alone. Come to Calvary Chapel, San Antonio. And make sure Jesus is the guest of honor at your Thanksgiving table. Oh, for, for sure. sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's the one who provides it all. So, happy Thanksgiving. Good. Well, we're out of time for today. I'll be back, Lord willing, tomorrow at 4 o'clock on AM 630, The Word. To take your phone calls and answer your Bible questions as we end another week. Boy, the time is going so quickly. Incredible. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Polly, have anything else to say? I better say bye, because <laughs> last week I didn't. God bless you guys. Thanks for listening. I'll see you tomorrow at 4 o'clock on AM 630, The Word. Bye-bye. Thanks for spending this time with Calvary Chapels, The Word to Stand On for Life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. The Word to Stand On for Life is on every weekday afternoon at 4, and Pastor Ron invites you to find out more about Calvary Chapel at calvarysa.com. The Word to Stand On for Life was sponsored by Calvary Chapel of San Antonio. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.